Welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast, where we have real, meaningful, and fun conversations with people who inspire us. And sometimes we just have them with each other. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and you lucky person, Jessica, are off on holiday this week. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. So holidays is something that is a bit of a hot topic in our office because we've all been discussing that. No one's taking their annual leave and they're all just racking it up. So we thought we would lead by example. Steph took a holiday a, a couple, couple months ago now. Oh, was it a couple of months? I was going to say was a like couple of weeks. A month and a half, something. I don't know. Time just all rolls into one at the moment. So I'm taking the week off and I'm actually going to Mount Buller for a snow vacation. And I'm really excited. I'm going with Elliot. He's not taking the week off work, which I'm also kind of excited about because it kind of means that I'm going to be alone for a lot of the time. Are you going to go skiing? Maybe just for a weekend. Solo skiing would be so much fun. You're right. It would. Although maybe scary because like if you fell over, I'd be like, ah. You're right. It would. But I'm like more excited just to be by fire, have hot chocolate, do the snow Mm. activities rather than ski. Yeah, totally. That sounds so nice. You were also talking about doing like a self-led yoga retreat. Are you going to do that? I'll definitely do yoga every day, but whether I want to make it a full-blown retreat thing, like there are a few yoga teachers that I like that have put together at-home retreats that you can do, that you can just buy a pack of online. But I feel like there are lots of meditation teachers and like different rituals that I'm enjoying at the moment. So maybe I'll just do it myself. Kind of like a bit what you did, but only like for two hours of the day as opposed to all day. Can I tell you what I really want just based on what you said? I love that everybody's been putting together these at-home yoga retreats at the moment and meditation retreats. It's so cool. I want someone to put together an at-home work retreat. I want it to be a retreat that schedules in work so that I can do my work, but then in my breaks, I'm doing certain meditations and listening to certain things. Like I want my life to become a retreat. Like a life work retreat. Yes. Oh, okay. How cool would that be? That would be super fun. Maybe we could do like an office version. Yeah. And like working from home is kind of the perfect time to do that as well. Yeah, it's true. Well, you're going to have some fun. I'm very excited for you. And this is a conversation we have wanted to have for forever. Well, for a while now, because we hustle a lot. We hustle and we talk about hustling. hustling. You know, that's like our thing. We love the hustle. We got where we are because of the hustle. And we motivate you guys to hustle all the time. And somebody actually got us thinking about this concept of hustling recently. And so you guys might remember we gave away 500 pairs of tubes shoes to people who lost their jobs due to COVID. COVID, like you're on first name basis. Well, now that I got tested for it, negative, you guys, don't worry. I feel like, yeah, we are on first name basis. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it cool to get tested negative? Because like I've never known during the whole thing that I definitely didn't have it. Yeah, it's very cool. And right now I know. And now I know because if you had it, I would have had it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm also safe. So we can hug for the first time. (laughs) we just hugged you guys oh my god we're negative and we just hugged (laughs) so this incredible person applied for a pair of 500 tubes we gave it to her but also she actually mentioned in her application that she would love to be mentored by us love that hustle by the way that's a bit of a hustle right there and we read this and we just felt this 
instant connection with this application. And we were like, you know what? We need to mentor this person. So we got on a call with Vaughn and her business partner. We should give their business a bit of a shout out. We should. It's called Inro and it's a rental platform, a fashion rental platform. I'm, I don't think it's launched yet, but so Inro. You'll be seeing it soon. So we got on a call and we were having a grand old chat really connected. And Vaughn asked us a really interesting question, which is now that you've both kind of gone on a bit of a wellness journey and you are all about work-life balance and doing things a little bit differently, how do you feel about the concept of hustling? And would that be the way that you would go about starting a business now? By hustling. Which kind of stopped us in our tracks. And I think it's rare that we get asked a question that stops us in our tracks, but it definitely made me think we started chatting about it and, you know, we figured it out on the fly. Because we just like act like we got this because that's what we all do as adults, you know, like mentors don't know anything either. I think we said, oh, we've never thought about that before. And then we proceeded to talk. But yeah, I feel like it's something that we had to mull over a little bit and let marinate. So now we've brought the ideas here to this podcast episode. And so we want to nut this out and talk about the hustle and something that we kind of have started to say is, I'm over the hustle. I'm totally over the hustle. Do you know what I associate hustle with? I associate hustle with tension. Mm. And like my body is tired of feeling tension. So now when I say hustle, I'm like ready to go. And I'm like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be in that state. It's kind of fight or flight. I feel like that is where hustle comes from. And while there are certain aspects of hustle that I think definitely still do apply. I just have really opened up over the last kind of month. I realized that I do a lot from a state of tension, particularly as a perfectionist. So all you perfectionists out there, I think will relate to this. Just cannot relate. Tune out for a sec. I'm going to speak to these perfectionists. You guys are weird. Okay. This is a huge revelation. I realized that even when recording these podcast episodes or listening back and editing one, I am in this state of trying to control it. I'm you cons- said this recently. I did. I can feel right now. I'm so much more relaxed in this episode right now that we're recording. Usually in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's got to be good. It's got to be good. It's got to go in this way. Is it going in this way? Oh no, it's not going this way. Oh, I'm going to try and steer it over here. And it's like, I have no control over this thing. I'm just going to talk and whatever comes out is whatever's going to be. And the same when I'm editing something, it's already happened. And I'm trying to like steer it with my imaginary steering wheel, but it's actually not a steering wheel at all. It's just air and I'm not actually doing anything. Letting go of that state of tension. I want to say surrender. Mm. It's a really nice place to come from. It's that internal place of where do you come from? Maybe there's an outward appearance of hustle, but I feel like just to like start with, I feel like we need to let go of that internal feeling of like, we have to hustle for everything and just let go a little bit and take some deep breaths. And I think that that's something I came to that it's not about not hustling. It's actually about redefining the hustle. Mm. So I used to associate hustle with hard work, long hours, elbow grease, not sleeping very much, taking it all very seriously. And when I started to analyze where that kind of came from within me, 
it was in such a people-pleasy way. I wanted people to perceive this about me. So like I wanted to be perceived as a hard worker. So Mm. that meant that I needed to put in the longest hours and I needed everyone to know that I was working the longest hours. It didn't mean that I was working at my most productive. It didn't mean that I was being super effective. It just meant that when we logged the hours, I was the one that was there the longest, you know, that kind of stuff. And so it's when you talk about hustle from the perspective of my old lens, I feel like I associated that with all of these things that I no longer care about. And I no longer care about them because I'm like, well, why the fuck do I need to be perceived as a hard worker? Like if I know that I'm working towards something that I value as good, why the hell would it matter what other people perceive me as? Oh my God, completely. I so relate to that. I feel like so much of what we do in life, not just in work, but in life is about appearances and to be able to let go of that is so freaking liberating. liberating. Yeah, totally. Something else that I was thinking of when I was thinking about my old life hustle was how I never wanted to take any time off. A friend might be like, oh, do you want to get lunch during the week? And I'd be like, no, I can't. I have work or like something that really. I'm very busy. I'm very important. Something that really stuck out to me when I was thinking about that, which actually makes me super sad which was about two years ago, a friend of mine, like I just really needed to show up for them. They were having an experience in their life that I needed to be there. I'm one of their people and I needed to be there. And I let my work and my desire to be seen as a hard worker get in the way of that. And so while I did show up by like 2 p.m. every day for the week, I didn't say, I'm going to take the week off work because this is so much more important. Your friendship is so much more important to me. Your mental health is so much more important. I'm going to take the week off work so I can show up every single morning for you and show you that you are more important than my work. Mm. That is something that I really regret. And that's just one big thing that sticks out to me. But I think that I probably have done that many times, put my work in front of every other thing because of the hustle yeah. and because of the hard work. And I reckon we're both super guilty of that. Oh, and, completely. And that stops here. What are your values? Is your work more important or are your people more important? And I reckon for a majority of us, our people are more important. And obviously people have commitments and stuff. And I'm not saying that we should all just fuck off all the commitments. But I was in a position to actually take that week off work and I didn't. I think what I'm hearing from you is that you are basing so much of your self-worth on what other people thought and you needed to work because that was kind of what was giving you your self-worth. So you weren't able to give that up when you were needed elsewhere. And I think when I think about that, I feel like meditation and yoga for you has been such a big part for both of us of letting go of the external validation So it's actually kind of awesome to see how doing yoga and meditation shifts that and you start to be validated from yourself and you you don't need that external validation. And then we start to see those shifts externally where you start to be like, okay, well, I'm not basing my self-worth on my work anymore. So I can start to show up for what's important and when somebody needs me, be there for them. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that is so true. And so bringing it back to work, I guess, it's this opportunity that we have right now to redefine what the hustle means for us. And it doesn't just mean that we're like, I was going to say in our pajamas in the middle of the day, but I am basically <laughs> in my pajamas in the middle of the day right now. So that was a bad example. But, you know, it doesn't, but we all are. It's COVID. It doesn't just mean that we're like running around watching TV at all hours. You can still put in work, but I think it's not necessarily hard work. The word hard. Why is, does it have to be hard? Yeah. Like it should be productive, yeah. flowing, mm-hmm. important, effective. Why is it hard? I don't it know. should be easy. Hard's sh- a shit word. Like I don't want anything to be hard. Why would the work that I do every single day, why would I want that to be hard? And I think that there is so much about the hustle that, you know, we've talked about in this podcast and in all the places that still do apply. You know, it's still write 100 emails when you're trying to land one amazing podcast guest. Still go after the things that you want and put yourself out there when you're not even sure if you deserve it. But oh, well, you know, like that's the aspect of the hustle. And apply yourself wholeheartedly and dive in and get messy but do it in a way that feels really right to you and comes from your heart. Honestly, you know that saying, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And even though I love what I do, I never understood that concept. Same. Like anytime I heard that, it actually made me tense because I've created my work, but I still feel like I work. What's up with that? Mm. And then I think it was last Sunday, I was just lying in bed with my new electric blanket. Shout out to my electric blanket. I love her. <laughs> What's her name? Don't know how my name to her yet. We can talk about that later. And I just found myself on my laptop and I was just doing a bit of yoga stuff, like learning. And then I just moseyed on over to my emails and started doing some work. And like, I didn't resent it. And I didn't even think about the fact that it was the weekend and I was working, but I was just like really happy to do it. And Mm. I've never felt that way before. That's amazing. So what was it that allowed you to get that? I think it was just the letting go of any expectation anyone else has other than myself. I wanted to do it. I felt like I was going to make my Monday easier if I just like ticked a couple of things off my list. So I just went in and did it with no animosity towards my work. Do you know what's so interesting? I have always been my most productive on a plane. I absolutely love it. I feel like a plane is where a lot of people love to relax, but I love blasting the funnest music and just going for it with work and like I have the best time I'm like singing and dancing in my seat people probably looking at me but I don't care and I feel like that is because there is no expectation of me in that moment I'm not connected to the internet nobody's expecting me to work nobody's looking over my shoulder I just get to like do it out of pure joy Mm. and that sounds like what you're talking about when you just come at it with no expectation and just being able to go for it. Just for yourself as well. Yeah. How nice is it to be able to do things from a place of doing them for yourself? So nice. And I think a lot of both of our work is coming up with ideas. And I feel like ideas is one that is quite interesting because when you're trying to come up with ideas from a state of tension, it doesn't necessarily work. You can't just be like, all right, ideas, come to me now. I felt like for a while now that I haven't been able to come up with good ideas and like no matter how hard I try and like squeeze my brain of ideas, that ideas just haven't been that flowing for me. 
And I was reading Deepak Chopra's book the other day, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. How many times have you read that book? It's a really small book. So like (laughs) you can just read it whenever you want because, you know, you take in information and then it like falls out your brain. So I was reading it again and something really resonated with me where he talked about how if you imagine a lake and it's a really choppy lake and there's a lot going on in it, if you throw a pebble in, you wouldn't notice. Like you wouldn't notice the splash that it made because, you know, it's so choppy already. But if you can get that same lake to be really calm and still and quiet, if you threw in a stone, imagine the impact that the ripples would have. You would totally see them. And so what he was talking about was kind of this idea of stilling your mind and quieting. So whether it's you're in the middle of work, you're trying to think of ideas, like that's not a productive environment to think of ideas because your brain isn't still to let those ideas in. So like if you just take a step back from your work, go for a walk or listen to some calming music or just sit in silence, do some meditation, whatever it is, then when you throw a stone in there, the ripple, you're really going to see it. I'm not even kidding. When I've been doing this, I've been literally like stuck in work and I'm trying to hustle. I'm trying to go hard in there. When I take a step back and I just breathe and be silent, the most brilliant ideas, they spontaneously come to me. It's magic. And it actually reminds me of in Big Magic where Elizabeth Gilbert talks about that she believes that ideas are like, I imagine them like little snitches from Harry Potter floating around in the sky with their wings and they just land on you. And I'm telling you, the most brilliant ideas that I didn't hustle for, I actually surrendered for them. Mm, That's so cool. I love that. And it goes into what I was going to say before, which is the idea of that hustle, that like, you know, the tensing of the body, you know, that it's very much like square peg round hole vibes. Mm. And it's like so much of our work and our business over the last eight years or however long we've been at this thing. Eight years, baby, basically to the day. So much of it was great and amazing and whatever. And you guys guys saw it. I think it's Oh, my God. It's our eighth birthday this week. In two days. On Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Happy Happy birthday, birthday. us. But so much of what we've done has been great and you've seen it and that's awesome. But so much of it feels like square peg round hole when we Mm. were just like trying so hard to make something catch, make something work, you know, make something that we believed in, but we were trying so hard and it just wasn't working. And I feel like that's because we weren't just letting it go. It's like a fire. Didn't I talk about this recently? Like a fire needs air to breathe. It's just so true. And when you're in it, I get that that's not helpful. Yeah. But when you can actually take a step back and take a breather and just zoom out a little, it's so true. Well, it's almost like you want to put it all out there. This is the new hustle, right? This is what I'm thinking. You put it all out there just as much as you were before. Like you send all the emails. And you be as strategic as well. And you think everything through just as much. Because I think that that's the key as well. Being really strategic in your moves. Totally. You don't want to just send people emails to whom it may concern. You're being strategic about it still. You're doing the research. You're being clever about it. And then it's putting it out there still. But then... It's letting go of this part that you have no control of. It's still doing the follow-ups. You're sending people your resumes. You're following them on social media. You're interacting with them still. You're still doing all the same things. But it's your invisible steering wheel that you are just completely letting go of and just being open 
to whatever outcome. Because I think that's what you've been talking about in our business is that we've hustled so much for so many things in the same way. Like we've been just as smart and just as strategic about all of them. And some of them have eventuated, but more haven't eventuated. I feel like a failure a lot of the time because I just focus on the failures because I'm a sponge like that. Because you're a human being. Exactly. There's like five good things that happen, but there are 95 bad things that happen. And I'm focused on those 95 bad things. But the reality of it is those five things happened in the exact same way. And if we would have just let go a little bit and trusted that those five things out of a hundred were going to eventuate and we didn't have to invisibly steer them there, then it still would have been the same outcome that we have now. Only we wouldn't have been tiring and exhausting ourselves trying to steer it in a specific way. Sometimes I look back on like a period of really hard work and I'm like, whoa, what was that for? Yeah, like why the fuck did we do that? And I'm not talking about creating a pop-up or something really cool like that that I like enjoyed wholeheartedly and felt like it was the right thing that I needed to show up and work smart. No, no, no. I'm talking about the time on howtolive.com when we decided that we needed to start selling products and we had a bunch of brands on there and then we like took all these photos and it was just the two of us and we already had all this other stuff to do and we were like, why aren't they buying it? And then we ended up taking it down anyway. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So much time has been wasted. Why have we done this? And if we weren't focused on the outcome in those things and we just enjoyed the process and we were doing things because we enjoyed the process, it would have just felt really different. And when you enjoy the process, that's when things are more accepted. It's probably the fact that we were not enjoying ourselves and like didn't really believe in what we were doing. Mm. That was being communicated to our followers or consumers, even though we didn't even realize it at the time. Totally. It's like nowadays when people start Instagram accounts and the goal is to get as many followers as possible, Mm. it doesn't work. Our strategy for how to live the podcast Instagram is come follow us. (laughs) Plug. We don't care how many followers we have. If we can make an impact with one person, brilliant. If we can connect with a couple hundred people, that is incredible. It's doing it in a genuine way. Like we're actually really considering the content that we're putting out and we're putting things out that we really feel like are going to make a difference to people. And we're just having a good bloody time. We are. We're having a really good time. I feel like I need to give a plug to a book that is so relevant to this that I'm only a couple chapters in, but it's honestly like such a good book and I feel like it's going where we're going with this. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Brilliant book. Basically... It's this guy and the book starts with him being like some high-flying CEO. Literally, he's in like this private jet and he's like, oh my God, I have the most amazing life ever. It's so crazy. And I did it all by surrendering. I did it all by just totally letting go of all expectations and just allowing whatever to transpire. And some sort of universal law in that says that if you do totally let go, that all the good things will come to you. I know that sounds crazy. It sounds like some sort of woo-woo stuff, but we got to read this book, you guys. Let's all read it. Let's all chat about it. Maybe we can try to get this guy on the podcast. Ooh, I love that idea. And I'm definitely going to read it. And on the woo-woo stuff. I love woo-woo stuff. (laughs) I know, it's so fun. But I totally get that it's not steps and it doesn't sound that 
tangible, I guess. So we also do want to give you the tangible stuff. Mm -hmm. And we are having Amantha Imba on the podcast in the next few weeks. And she is a bit of a workplace expert. And she talks about different ways that you can increase your productivity to work smarter, not harder. And I do think that that is a really important element of that because I agree that if we were all just like, nah, I don't want to work hard anymore, blah, blah, blah. Then like maybe our business wouldn't go anywhere and maybe we wouldn't get anything done. So there are tangible tips coming, but I think that this is your first taste of, okay, well, what would that feel like if I just stopped trying so hard and And if I stopped caring so much and if I just like let go of the physical tension still be putting the same things out there send a hundred emails and every email you send off take a really deep breath and just be like whatever will happen will happen and just see see how that feels is that email going to have any less potential to change your life in it because you weren't invisibly steering it I don't think so. Mm. I mean, I can tell you personally, for me, this new hustle is doing wonderful things. I feel really good and I still feel that drive to go out and go after what I want, but I don't feel like my self-worth is based on it. And I also feel a lot more in flow. So like something that I was reading about recently was the idea of being in flow at work and how much more enjoyable and free-flowing your work is when you're in that state rather than being in that sticky state like what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And I definitely feel like I've been able to access that feeling a lot more since we've started reframing what hustle means. Mm. Okay. So it's about letting go of the old hustle and we're welcoming in the new hustle. And we've got some homework. I want to read this book. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Awesome. Okay, cool. Oh, is that the homework? That's the homework. Oh, okay. The homework is to read the book and just try to let go a little. Mm. And also maybe the first step is to read the book and just notice why it is that you're working so hard. Hmm. I like that. Just asking yourself the question when you're finding yourself like in it, typing in the computer and it's all square peg round hole. Why am I doing this? And also another bit of homework. Next time you're doing a task that you feel a little bit anxious to do or you really want it to be good, just notice that and see if you can just let go of that invisible steering wheel a little bit because for me the first time I put this into practice was a few weeks ago when I was doing a podcast episode edit and I noticed feeling like I just wanted to control where it went and when I let go of wanting it to go in a certain direction I actually really enjoyed it Mm, and often the way to let go if that seems like a hard task let go of it physically, roll your shoulders back, take a deep breath and notice where you're holding tension. And then that will allow your mind to start to let go. Thanks, yoga teacher, Jess. That's okay, kid. (laughs) Okay. So if you did like this episode, if you feel like you got something out of it, I really hope you did. Genuinely, truly. If you did, we would love for you to help us get the word out about this podcast because you telling your friends is how more people can learn from 
these episodes. So you can do that in a few ways. You can leave a review in your podcast app. You can share the episode with a friend. You can post a photo of you listening on Instagram at how to live the podcast and do please make sure you come over and join our various spots of community, which are Facebook, how to live the podcast and Instagram how to live the podcast. Next week on the podcast, we have the incredible founders from Nimble. That is the amazing environmentally friendly activewear brand. It's Kutcha Santilli and Vera Yan. Take a listen. We're catching up with one of our mentors and he was talking about, we really need to get in front of the customer and start selling online, like maybe have a stall at Bondi market or can you get a pop-up and test something or can you go into it with another brand and then as we're leaving and walking past our now nimble store he's like oh even that's a great space for you but it's oh my god it's way too big you'd need to do it with another brand and see if they can like offer you like a three-month place the next thing you know Vera and I are calling out the real estate agent and we're signing a long-term lease by ourselves and we're like <laughs> no we can do this that is next week week here on this podcast and we do hope in the meantime you have a wonderful week and good luck trying out your new hustle make sure you tell us how it goes love you mean it bye